Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Live, Yaqwa's Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yaqwa's Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host, by name, your seer, Israel, of Seed Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast 666 on the petition part number, well, 44, uh, no 45, 46, 45, need 45 on the network, so Take 45, 46. And we see the stage is not ready to be open, so let's see, can we entertain another way so the stage is not ready to go? Yeah, and so, so when they come on stage, we'll get with it. So, Yaqua beat you all on take number 45, 46, take live broadcast, and they come on stage, we'll be ready to go.
Uh, I think it's important to mention that there have been nearly 400 treaties written. The True Israelites, with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, we are live, live, live on this broadcast, take number 45, 46. And like I said again, we'll do our part, no doubt about it. And so now the young lion came to the studio, to the stage, so we're going to see if he's coming peacefully. If he's coming peacefully, then I guess what we'll do, we'll get something going on, no doubt about it. One thing we do know, the foxtail been lit, the curtain hell went up, and we're going to see if the young lion ready to come on stage and hold that microphone and, and find out what's going on with it, no doubt about it. So when you meet the young lion, one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1, we'll say, Brother Makai Israel, Yahweh be just be royal. And Yahweh bless you there, Sir Israel, of C. Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, Brother Makai Israel. Well, one thing about it, um, big station say, well, we control this thing, no doubt about it, but... And he said, he said, I'm going to allow you y'all to get back on there and hold on that microphone and just do right. That's all I can say. So, uh, Young Lion, uh, tell me who all can this broadcast, and, and we'll see if we can get something going on. That's, that's um, if you are uh, ready to do your part in some dust says Yaqua. So, so, Young Lion, Brother Micaiah. Uh, who all can this broadcast as we speak for take number 45 or 46 there come out? All right, says Real C. Roy. But we know we live on Blog Talk Radio right now. But we also live on Pal Talk. And we also be broadcasting on YouTube. You can log in to the YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y. Try Y-H-D-H. Once again, we broadcast on YouTube at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, 
Y-H-D-H. You can catch any one of the previous broadcasts that we have recorded live inside of the class of count one or anything we have edited and got the ball game rolling so we can edify the national audience that tune in. You can also catch us on Facebook. Yes, we have a Facebook page for all the ones that love to be on Facebook and like to follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can tune in to B-O-T-T-Y. That's our Facebook. Type in B-O-T-T-Y, no T. And you're going to see that line pop right on up. And we ask you to tune in to any, uh, just click on anyone you want to. The previous broadcast that we had in the class live, um, you can catch any one of the blog talk radio stations that we have previously recorded on there as well. Once you click in on there, uh, it'll pull right on up. And you just choose which lesson that you want to learn from. We ask you all right now to uh, be big ears and look mouth and get your pen, pad, and paper rolling so we can, uh, so you can take down your notes as we get ready to bring forth this lesson from Yahweh through the mentioned spirit of Yahweh to the Sears Well Sea Royal. Um, we ask you all to write down your notes, ask questions, and call in and ask those questions at the International phone line of 224-600-5579. Once again, we ask you all to take notes, write down your questions next to your notes, ask your questions, and you can ask those questions by calling in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. We want you all to stay tuned in, and also we want you to know that we always broadcast in six days out of the week. No class on Tuesday. We'll be on a blog, blog, uh, we'll be on a Pow Talk radio at eight o'clock p.m. for the Pow Talk. For all those who don't know what Pow Talk is, you can download the Pow Talk by typing in those keys on the internet, or get your app and typing in um, on your one eye Satan television. You got one of those smart TVs on your one eye Satan television smart TV. You can type in the Pow Talk on your one eye Satan telephone, that, that cell phone you walk around with, or the desktop or laptop, those Satan devices as well. You can log in to those Satan devices and put that Pal Talk in, and once you type in the Pal Talk and then you download it and you put your name all in there, um, you can also scroll down to Exus Groups. Once you go to Exus Groups, you look for African American. Once you have African American, look for B-O-T-T-Y. You're going to find us right there. You can click in and catch us there on Tuesday evening at 8 o'clock. But we also be broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio from Sunday starting at 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. We also log, you can log back in and pick us the radio station back up for Blog Talk on Monday from 6 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. And also, remember, no class on Tuesdays, but there will be the Pow Talk that we just got done discussing that you can dial, uh, you can log in on that at 8 o'clock, and you can catch the Young Lions going with the uh, Sears Real Steve Royal riding shotguns and the elders in the room to make sure that the Young Lions teachers get things put down in the correct amount. Um, on Wednesday, we have the Blog Talk Radio picking back up at 6 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. And on Thursday. We have the same blog talk radio. We have the lessons going on all Thursdays as well from 6 o'clock p.m. to 
9 o'clock p.m. On the bottom part of the Sabbath day, which will be Friday, is the beginning of the Sabbath day. Class will begin at 7.30 p.m. And it also will, excuse me, and it also will end at 10.30 for the Blog Talk Radio. But the Sabbath class goes all the way on to the next continuing day until the sun goes down on Saturday evening. We will be picking back up the radio station for the Blog Talk on Saturday evening at Three hours of live broadcast if WCC don't stop filling themselves and cut us off early. But we will get live um, broadcast from 2 o'clock p.m. on the bottom part of the Sabbath day, which is Saturday, until 5 o'clock p.m. at the bottom part of the Sabbath day. But we will begin class. We'll resume for those who leave the temple that want to come back in the temple and probably go take a break at home and come back to the temple, because remember, Sabbath day from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday is a 24-hour event going on, so the doors will be open. Um, do keep in mind that um, Pow Talk will begin at 12 o'clock p.m. at the bottom part of the Sabbath day. Pow Talk will begin at the bottom part of the Sabbath day, which is Saturday at 12 o'clock p.m., so do tune in and listen to the uh, uh, lessons that will be going forth. And elders them be ready to roll, and and, and the young blind teachers be ready to get it in, and kids will be riding shotgun, ready to get it in where he can fit in on that Sabbath day. So we say be big ears and little mouth, and tune in to some dusty ass Jacqua, and enjoy the show, and learn a lot. All right, over to you, says where C. Roy. Hallelujah, Wah. Hallelujah, Wah. Young line, excellent, that's excellent on your part. So I guess we're just going to um, got a couple of memos on Taylor, you know. Um, and I don't know. We just we just, we just see how, how will it go. And so uh, the live broadcast is take 45 or 46. And one thing we do know. Word of Yahweh is low to those that try their best to slow this ministry down and bring this word, but um, young man, uh, since you come on stage, how about um, give me a little that Luke chapter 12, verse number 12, on tape number 45, 46. Let's see, let's see if we get some on you can get something going on there, young lion. Got plenty of time. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What's going on there, young lion, with that verse? All right. We're going to the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you are to say. Well, the righteous spirit do all the teaching. But, and that's the great thing. So I want to run back over to the book of Psalms. It's something David said, but remember when David was talking to an of Israel about a mental spirit, in 1000 B.C., the children of Israel was not in captivity. They knew exactly who they were. So we just see, we just see what, what, what we able to get out of going to 137 
and take your time on them verses because we don't know what we're going to precept in there. We're going to let the spirit of Yahweh help us out in 137, verse number one. What does what, what what it say in Psalms, young lion? 137, verse one. All right, we're going over to the book of Psalms, chapter 137. We're going to pick it up at verse number one. The book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse 1, verse 1 reads, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yet we wept when we remembered Yadah Judah. Let's stop right there. Right there. One verse at a time. Wait a minute. David's right about the children of Israel wept when they remember Judah. But that verse right there must be um, in Second Samuel. Tell me out there, young man. Give me 719 and 2 Samuel. He said, now, this is 1,000 B.C. David talking about this right here. Can you have those see out in 2 Samuel? Uh, 2 Samuel. No, make it 1 Samuel. I think it's, well, I guess you know what I want there, young man. So I'm looking for when he made that statement about the children of Israel wept in Babylon, can you help me out over there in Samuel 7, 19? What you got there, young man? Come on. All right. We're going over to the book of First uh, Samuel. We're going to pick it up at chapter no, 7. Sense. Yeah, second, second Samuel, uh, seven nineteen. Can you have to see out? I mean, yeah. when David is talking a thousand BC, in Second Samuel seven nineteen, can you help me out there, young lion? Samuel chapter seven, verse nineteen, verse nineteen reads, and this was yet a small thing in your sight, O Yahweh, Yahweh. But you have spoken also of your servant family for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man? That's good. So uh, David was speaking for a great while to come because David didn't know about no children of Israel weapon at Babylon. All David knew well, verse 23. What did David know in verse 23? You want to know it. You want to say, uh, the book of Second Samuel, chapter 7, verse 23. Verse 23 reads, And what one nation in earth is like your people, even like Israel, whom Yahweh went to redeem for a people to himself, and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for your land before your people, which you redeem from the nations in their Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the part that David knew about. David knew about um, that part 
that they was redeemed out of Egypt. That's all David understood that young line. So that must mm-hmm. be uh, for a great while to come, uh, just going into captivity. So let's, let's find out exactly in Ezekiel chapter 1-1. One, one. Let's see. And I need a timeline on Ezekiel 1-1 one, one because David talking to 1,000 B.C. See, what are we trying to bring to the table? That if you read this Bible, pouring to your feelings, and you don't do it the way he tell you to do it, you'll be thinking one thing going on when there's something else going on. We're going to Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1. There, young lion. Help those see out in 1, verse 1. What does it say? All right. We're going to the book of Ezekiel. Chapter 1, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Now it came to pass in the 13th year, in the fourth month, in the 50th day of the, of the month, as I was among the captives of the river of Chabar, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of Yahweh, which was the 50th year of King, of King Jehoiakim, captivity. Verse 3, the word of Yahweh came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzai, in the land of Chaldean, by the river of Chabah, and the hand of the Yahweh was there upon him. Uh-huh. So, so what, what David was writing about, that something was to take place in 595 B.C., Chabah, that's in Babylon. So what he's talking about, David was prophesying 500 years before Ezekiel sealed the deal about them being in Babylon. So there go Ezekiel the seer in Babylon in 595 B.C., and David was prophesying a thousand B.C. Let you know how this Bible is on point. On everything that's in this Bible on point, but as long as you read it as a novel, you're not going to get this book. They're going to get away from you. And that's why people coming all over the place and and they coming up short. That's why we know we got to come, but we know the road going to be bumpy. But we're going to find out who we're able to ride on the bumps. We're going to find out. So now we know when David's talking about in 137 verse 1, that was like 500 years down the road. That's when he was at Chibar and Babylon, and Ezekiel was sitting by there, and the word of Yahweh came in. So the 1,000 years up the road, and that's 137 verse number 1. 1,000 years up the road. Let's go read verse 2. All right. We're going, back to uh-huh. We're going back to the book of Psalms. Chapter 137, we're going to pick it up at verse number 2. The book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse number 2 reads. I'm at the wrong spot. I flipped the wrong page. The book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse number 2. And it reads. We hang our hearts upon the willows in the midst thereof. 
verse 3. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Yadda Judah. Uh-huh. Well, that's pretty good. So we, so now we find out those, somebody had wasted us. Somebody had wasted us there, young line. And now we want to find out who the us that have been wasted. Now that, now everybody knows what that word means, being wasted. So you, it was prophesied that they're going to waste our people. What people are you talking about? Let's find out what people are talking about by going. Now, if you got a, if you, if you got a precept there, young man, that'd be good. So uh, what we're going to do, we're just going to show you how this Bible works itself out. And Ezekiel... I mean, Exodus. Let's look at the seventh chapter. Verse number four. Seven verse four. Seven verse four there, young line, what it says. Wasted us. Who's the us that have been wasted that we can read? Seven verse four of the book of Exodus. Come on. We're going over to the book of Exodus, chapter 7, and pick it up at verse number 4. The book of Exodus, chapter 7, verse number 4, and it reads, But Pharaoh should not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt, and bring forth my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt, by great judgment. Exodus. So they that wasted us is a prophecy um we we put a finger on the they but the us we just put a finger on the us is who according to seven verse four the children of Israel. So David prophesizing that the day is gonna waste the children of Israel. Now, when you when we, when something is wasted, I mean, when you wasted, that means you've been totally. Uh, give me a word. Give, give me give me a word there, young man. Give me a word. You've been totally what? Give me a word there, young man. Uh, uh, set to the south, put away, or destroyed, or ruined. Yeah, annihilated. You've been totally now. Nah, thank you, that young man. <laughs> You've been totally annihilated, <laughs> but where? Where have you been totally annihilated at the children of Israel? The people of the book. Let's go back. So we know David is writing about a children of Israel going to captivity to Babylon. Okay, we got that part. Now he's writing that when they get to, they knew what it was in Babylon. They knew who they were in Babylon. So, but for them to be wasted, that means it's, that's a brain damage. So that, so that, again, 
I got to go back to Second Samuel on the part of being wasted in the brain. Can we go back to Second Samuel seven nineteen again? That must be what. Let's see if we read what that must be. One more time, there, young man. All right. We're going back over to Second Samuel chapter seven. Let me go pick it up at verse number 19. We're going to the book of Second Samuel and verse number 19. And it reads, For your word's sake, and according to your own mind, has you done all these great things. Well, wait, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wrong young one. man. I'm reading the wrong I mean, one. I'm reading 21. Wait a minute, young man. I mean, work work with your old Old Sid trying to slow walk up and down to let you know when you jump down this Bible, when you read this Bible, if you don't recognize a people that went into captivity and they wasn't wasted in the brain in Babylon, they wasn't wasted in 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 the brain in when they was in Neo Persia, they wasn't wasting. They wasn't wasting in the brain. So that must be what time, yeah, young man. Come on, him, him go see out in Second Samuel uh, seven nineteen. That must be a, a a what? The book of Second Samuel chapter seven, verse number nineteen. Nineteen reads. And this was yet a small thing in your sight, O Yahweh, Yahweh. But you have spoken also of your servants, family, for a great while to come. Right there, right there, right there. So that being wasted, that got to be uh, what kind of time, uh, young man? A great while to come. A uh, great while. So that, that got to get you. That got to get you out of Babylon, Neo Persian. They got to get you out of all that, but there—that was a great while to come. So now, good. Let's go back to. So now we gonna see, but we know the us is the children of the book, children of Israel, and the them we haven't identified them yet, but but we will. We will identify them. We're gonna take our time. We're gonna identify them. We got plenty of time. So now come back there, young lad. We. Let's see what was next said to David by the, the angel. So now we know to be wasted, that was a great while to come, even past Ezekiel time, that was over there in Babylon and Medes and the Persian. You know, that past, that past Ezra time when it was over there when Another nation jumped down. So that's past that time. So you knew who you was then. All right. Hope you get suspicious. Let's come back to 137 and read a little bit more. What's the next verse say? All right. I got one on that wasted too, Phil. You got what? What you got there, young man? I got I got one on that wasted. You know, okay, uh, good. Book All of- right. Bring it out then. You got someone on being wasted? Come on. Sir, in the book of Joel, chapter 1, verse number 10. The book of uh, Joel, chapter 1, verse uh, number 10. I'll say a little bit louder. I'll say a little, the book. A little bit louder than that. What's it now? Joel, okay. what now? 
the book of Joel, chapter 1, verse number 10. Verse 10 Joel reads. One, what it reads? One, 10. The book of Joel, chapter 1, verse number 10, and it reads. The field is wasted, the land mourning, for the corn is wasted. The new wine is dried up, all language. Uh, we, we can we can we can work some out with that, but uh, we can work some out with that. Okay, so these are um, being wasted. So we know that's a great while to come. That's uh, like you said again at Joel one ten. You won't even you won't remember what you just got to showing you that it's a blood purifier. The corn had been wasted, and right now that's the last thing we put in every one of our meals is corn, and the corn is a blood purifier. It'll keep you away from, um, you know, if you eat that green food, drink you a lot of clean water, and keep your mighty one up front, and have that corn with you. Guess what? You you can ward off a lot of problems, but remember, don't nothing work without your mighty one up front. Y H W H in his covenant. So that's when it kicks in, and, and you know what? We probably talk uh, talk on that too. So yeah, yeah, never know. Come on back and read a little bit more there, young man. All right, we're going over to the Book of Psalms, chapter one thirty-seven, verse four. The Book of Psalms, chapter one thirty-seven, verse four, and it reads. How should we sing the Yahweh song in a strange land? Verse five. How can we sing? What, 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 let, me, let me let me. I want to catch every verse. If something in it, we'll find out. He said, now, "How can we sing in a strange land?" Wait a minute now. So, how can we sing in a strange land? Okay, good. We we heading somewhere now. What's the next verse say? All right, the book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse number 5, verse 5 reads, Forget you, O Yadah Judah. Let my right hand forget her cunning. Uh, verse if I do not remember you, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I refer not. Now, you know, if your tongue is squeezed to your mouth, that means you cannot be um, Ezekiel 3.36. Put a marker there, young man. Let's come back, back in a minute. Now, imagine you're trying to speak to somebody and your tongue is squeezed to your mouth. You're trying to talk. Let's let's find out uh, by getting a precept, Ezekiel 3, 36. What does it say? All right. We're going to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3. We're going to pick it up at verse number, you say 26. Yeah, 26. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, verse 26. 26 reads, and I will make your tongue cleave to the roof of your mouth, that you shall be dumb. And shall not be to them a reprover, for they are a rebellious family. See, so you see, that will happen. 
Well, we don't know. We take it same. We don't take it serious. Yahweh, you know, he can he can shut the fear out and um, you know make his tongue plead to his mouth that you won't be a reprover. So as we keep telling you, you know, this this is serious business. We need to step step it up. And I'm saying one thing that. You know, all of the networks, all the big dignitaries, they all stepped it up, you know. They uh you know, they do all all type of things to the broadcast. You know, they 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 throw all kind of things in there, but we understand something. That's why we have to learn and take this word more serious and get this word out. You know, we gotta step it up. Stop uh being a ecclesiastic a regular book. Um, a 12 verse 3. We got to get away from being a, what it say in 12 verse 3, Ecclesiastes, what it say, uh, young man? Put them off, hey, come right back. And then come back in that Psalms 137. But we got to get away from being a um, Ecclesiastes 3, 3 down to verse 5, what it say. All right. We're going to the book of, uh, excuse me. We're going to the book of Ecclesiastes. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12. Verse 3 down to verse number 5. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 3 reads, In the day when the keepers of the family shall tremble, strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened. Verse 4. And the doors shall be shut in the street when the sound of the grinding is low. And he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of the music shall be bought low. Verse 5. And when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fear shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the street. Uh huh. He, he said he's gonna be um afraid of, of that was high. So um, your mind, give me a precept on that right there. You know, uh, where it talks about in the book of Luke, it talks about it for a minute. Uh, uh when this, this look up and your redemption is. Drawing near. Can you have to see out on that verse there, young line? Um, if you want this thing to come up on you, we can give you more information on it, but we, we just don't want it. He said, Look up because your redemption is drawing near. Can you have to see out that young line? We're just going to preach up a few things. So, what, 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 you, what you working with on? Look up. Because your redemption draws near. Can you up those three out there, young line? Uh um, let me let me let me take a look up. Yeah, look up because your redemption draws nigh. See see they say they're gonna be afraid of that was high. So now I don't think I don't think gonna be high. I, I ain't gonna just um hold you up there, young lad. I, 
And go on, go on to the 21st chapter. We can just check you out. That's all. Go to Luke 21, young lion. 21, 28. 21. And we will look at verse number 25. 25. Verse 25. We're going to take it out of verse 28. Listen to what it says here. Now, go back and read that verse again where it says, they um they're gonna be afraid of that which is high. Uh, read that verse again there, young line. They're gonna be afraid right. of that which is high. Come on. Right, we're going back to the book of Ecclesiastes. We can pick it up at chapter twelve. We want verse number pick it up at verse number five. Verse 5, verse 5 reads, Also they shall be afraid of that which is hot, and fear shall be in the way. And the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a bird, and desire shall fail. Because man goeth to, the, to his long home, and the morning, and the mourners go about the street. Mm-hmm. So, so this, this is a, this is a, uh, Collect hour. So now Luke wrote about it in the twenty first chapter. Pick up verse twenty five down to verse twenty eight. Let's see. Let's see. Can we tie that in with the precept? We're going Luke twenty one, twenty five down to verse twenty eight. Let's say that young line. All right, we're going over to the book of Luke chapter twenty one, verse twenty five down to verse twenty eight. Verse twenty five reads, and there should be signs in the sun and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, man mind failing, man mind failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, powers of heaven shall be shaken, verse 27, and then shall they see the son of man. Coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Verse 28. Hold that part. Hold that part. Mm-hmm. Hold that part. What happened to the um, UFOs and the spaceships and all that? So now we clear when when Yahweh come back, how is he coming according to what we can read in uh, verse 27? There, you know, Help those see out because you know, a lot of big camps. They love to talk about these spaceships with the lights on it and and all that. They, they got a UFO spotting over there in California. They got all that going on. But the return of Yahweh, according to verse 27, can you help those people, help the national audience out? When you do come, what are you going to be in that we can read in verse 27? In the book of Luke, chapter 21, verse number 27. And it reads, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. So what is he coming in there, young man? He's coming in a cloud. He's coming in a cloud. So those that teach about this spaceships and all that stuff, that is not right. Now we read how he's coming. Not of the WCC. Well, see if can you precept that for me. 
Well, it's your radio station, and yeah, what can we say? Let's run to um, Revelation chapter one there. Let's run to Revelation. Let's run the end time prophecy in Revelation chapter one, and we'll pick around by verse number five, and we'll read down till we get in with the precept. That's how he's coming, according to the Bible. Now, we taught his coming. Huh? One verse five, Revelation. Young lion, come up. All right. We're going to the book of Revelation, chapter one. Be picking up at verse number five. Verse number five reads, And from Yahweh the Son, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the king of the earth, Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Verse 6. And had made us king and priest unto Yahweh, his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds. And every eye shall see him. And they also with Mm-hmm. So again, the precept saying, "How is he coming, y'all line? Coming with clouds. He's coming with clouds. So you can dismiss the conversations, but like I said again, that's why we know one thing: this ministry is a load. Because when you precept your Bible, it tells you exactly what the man gonna do. We talk about his coming. Now we got. Now we got two witnesses saying he's coming. And how he coming? In the cloud. In the cloud. With cloud. So he's going to be laying in that cloud, coming at you in cloud. Is that what we're reading, y'all? That's what we're reading. So let's go back to uh, Luke 21, verse 28. Then what do that mean for those that understand the truth? Luke. 21, 28. In the book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 28. Verse 28 reads, And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your head, for your redemption draweth now. Yeah. Your redemption draw near. So you see, that's why we have to understand this Bible uh, a whole lot more, and we have to give them the precepts. And that's why it tells us that in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, down to 21, it tells us something there, young lad. So it tells us in Matthew 5, verse 17, down to verse 21, what do it tell us that that reads the book with understanding. Matthew 5, 17 and 21, come on. We're going over to the book of Matthew. We want to read chapter 5. We're going to read verse 17 down to verse 21. The book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17, and it reads, Think not that I am come to destroy, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the seer. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. Verse 18. 
For truly I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Verse 19, whosoever therefore shall break one of these, least commandments, and teach and shall men, so he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 20. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 21. You have heard that it was said by them of old time. You shall not kill. Whoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Mm-hmm. See, you should not, don't do that because you be dangerous of the judgment. And let's just have a precept that to let you know exactly if, if you got that on your resume of your family ties back in the past, that how they received things that didn't belong to them. And 13, verse um, 8 and 9, uh, inside prophecy, he said, you be, you will be in danger of the judgment. So you got a lot of people who figure, you know, the best thing to do is take, take nations out, take brothers out, and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of people think like that. But in Revelation 13, it talks about if that's your mindset, he wants you to know what your end going to be And 13, verse 8 and 9. What is it saying in time prophecy, 13, chapter, verse 8 and 9? Come on. We're going over to the book of Revelation, chapter 13. We want verse number 8 and verse number 9. The book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 8 and 9, verse 8 reads, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. Verse number nine. If any man have an ear. Hear what? Hear what? Verse 10. So if you got an ear now, so if you worship him, that, you know, you worship this guy in verse eight. Now, you talking about worshiping, keep that in your mind. But if you got an ear to hear, listen to this in verse 10. Verse number 10, Revelation chapter 13, verse 10. He that leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He that kill with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience. Here is the patience in the faith of the saints. You see that? Saying one thing, if you got on your resume, you part of any assassination attempt and pulled it off even uh, to an individual or a nation. He already got it written. That same thing happened to Cain, and Cain was a man of color. But he but he got that mark on him for breaking that law right there. That law was in the beginning. He murdered his brother. So when Cain is moved back up, he's going to be bumped in the side. 
He got a complete death sentence on him. So those that have that and you don't repent, I mean big time repent, death in your background, you don't repent big time. So I can tell you, on day open is repent. Cain didn't repent. So you got a lot of people that ain't going to repent, but they got death sentences in the background, knowing they have plotted and done for their own game. So when it's all said and done, that person will be raised up, and you will be too, but you're going into the fact. That's good. All right, let's go back to um, Psalms. Let's, let's get a little bit more on Psalms. We, we, uh, we got... I want verse 5 again. Not using verse 6. I think you read verse 6, my but read again in verse 6. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, can you beat me to the punch on what can we do with verse 6? I'm going to see what the young lion going to come up with a precept that will tie this in. Verse 6 again. 137 Psalm, verse 6. What did it say? All right. We're going to the book of Psalms, chapter. 137, verse number 6. The book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse 6, reads, If I do not remember you, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Yadah above my joy, above my chief joy. Now, yeah, you know, that's very interesting with that young man if I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave into the roof of my mouth. That means you can't be a reprover. Big dignitaries, they're not a reprover. Matter of fact, they are Isaiah 56, verse 10. Let's see what it says in Isaiah 56, verse 10. Let their tongue cleave to their mouth. So right now you can sit around with the, with the best of them. And you ask them, uh, can I wear fringes? Not in my place. Uh, can I eat all? Yeah, as long as you pray over. The tongue is really um, cleave to their mouth. That seems like we just get a case in point of example. And, you, and tell me, do this get fed if this was in your possession? 56 verse 10 about Isaiah. Going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 10. The book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse number 10 reads, Its watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, lie down, loving to slumber. Now imagine, uh, your mind, you got a dog. You you feed him well, but he um don't bark. What what would you do if you feed the dog well and he don't bark? What 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 would you, what would you do according to that fifty-six verse ten? Now you're talking about the one that carried this book. Can't bark. Let me let me get a precept or uh, uh, let me get a precept. I'm, I'm going to see what you come up with. 
Let's go to EZRA. So if you're in a ministry and and your minister can't bark, then what good is otherwise he can't break no nothing down for you. All they tell you, believe on Jesus. And that's it. What they got written <laughs> that we can read. Um and these ZRA and young lines. I want a, a statement in EZRA. Uh, I'm struggling right now, young line. And the sixth chapter of EZRA. Let me, let me see what the Bible says you, what you're good for. If you, if a, you can't break down no precept. You can't break down, you don't precept your Bible. You ain't breaking out no end-time prophecy. All you got is believe on Jesus and you'll be saved. Huh? Let's see what you're good for according to EZRA and 6 verse 11. Let's see what Yahweh said you're good for. EZRA, Ezra, chapter 6, verse 11. Come on. All right. We're going to the book of Ezra, chapter 6. We're going to pick it up at verse number 11. We're going to the book of Ezra, chapter 6, verse number 11, and it reads, Also, I have made a decree that whosoever shall alter this word, let timber be pulled down from his house, from his family, and being set up, let him be hanged thereon, and let his house be made a dung hill, for this. You see that? So if you if you're in a ministry and he can't break down no prophecy, not precept in the Bible, uh tell you as long as you pray over you can eat it. According to six verse eleven, he says he needs to be took out and hung. And everything tied to the hip should be turned to a dung hill, an outhouse. Now, young lion, you got anything you want to add to that, or, or, or should we move on? All right, that's flat out. That's, that's clear. Flat out and clear. You can move on. All right, so, so, so we yeah. just move on, huh? So, they, so you examine the ministry that you're in. Examine the ministry that you're in. You know, and I, I bet you it'll, it'll come up with that what you do, do for that ministry. Take him out there and try and settle him. Then make everything around him a dunghead that tied to his hip. Okay, let's go back to 137 again, there, young line. We're going back to one. I remember back on Airways tomorrow. And um, those who want to come on stage. Back ready to go. We go when you're. I'm always ready. When I'm always ready to do my part and just say it, y'all, because I see his picture and grandson, I see it. But we'll see. Tomorrow's six o'clock on the same network, six all the way to nine. Now, um, let's go back and read 137, verse number. 
six again. Some up in that. Uh, it's, it's double meaning in that six. Read six again there, young line. All right. The book of Psalms 137, verse number six, verse six, three. If I do not remember you, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Yadadzuda above my chief joy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who, 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 who knows? This is a prophecy a thousand. He's saying a thousand BC that children of Israel they gonna forget they they're not gonna remember they mighty one and they're gonna forget their homeland. So we clear that they don't know they mighty one, so that's why they call them Lord God and Jesus. So they are, that's how they're fulfilled. And you had ninety nine percent of the children of the book. Where is your homeland at? They'll give you a song and dance. They'll never give you Second Ezra 10, verse 7. They won't just tell you, well, you know, my homeland is Second Ezra 2, verse 7. 10, verse 7. See, they'll give you a song and dance, and you can ask any Israelite descent, where is your homeland? They will never tell you Second Ezra 10, verse 7. What say that you're, you're lying? Going to the book of Second Ezra, chapter ten, verse number seven. The book of Second Ezra, chapter ten, verse seven reads: How that Yada Judah, our mother, is full of all heaven. Good. So, so what is our mother land? What is our mother land there, young young line? Call it ten, verse seven. Going to ten, verse number seven. How that Yadah Judah, our mother. You see that? So, our motherland is Judah. Yadah Judah. Then a capital word, Ezekiel 5 5. You can ask, you can take, you just pick your stick and ask them, where's your motherland at? They'll never tell you. They'll go through everything. They might say anything. They might say, I know I'm from Israel. Where? Then he lost again. Galatians 4, 26. Going over to the book of Galatians. We're going to read chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at verse number 26. The book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 26, and it reads, But Yadah Judah, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. You see that? But now, now come back to that. So we got a couple, we got a little more time. Now come back and, and let me find out about this 137, verse 3 again, Psalm. I, I want to take a little peep at that, boy, man. 137, verse number 3. All right. We're going back to the book of Psalms, chapter 137. We're going to pick it up at verse number three. The book of Psalms, chapter 137, verse three, and it reads, For there they that carried us, excuse me, Psalms 137, verse three, For them they that carried us away captive required of us a son, and they that wasted us required of us mirth. Good. Now, 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 now,
saying. Well, you know, a lot of them say, a lot of them say that we, uh, we, uh, we, not, I'm not wasted. Let Let me show you where you've been wasted at. Let me show you as a people we've been wasted. Let's go to um, Tobit chapter eight. Tobit chapter eight. Let me show you as a people that we have been, we are a wasted people by going to Tobit chapter. What I want. Chapter eight. What I want. Four through eight. What I want in Toby there, young man. I'm going to show you down it that we've been a waste of people. Toby, chapter 8, verse 4 down to verse 8. What's your name? Going to the book of Toby. Chapter 8, verse 4 down to verse number 8. The book of Toby, chapter 8, verse 4 down to verse number 8. Verse 4 reads, And both shut in together. Tobias rose out of the bed and said, Sister, arise, and let us pray that Yahweh would have pity on us. Verse 5. Then began Tobias to say, Blessed are you, O Yahweh, by Father, and blessed is the righteous and glorious name forever. Let the heavens bless you and all your creatures. Verse 6. You made Adam and gave him Eve his wife for an helper, and stay. Of them came mankind. You had, it is not good that man should be alone. Let us make unto him an aid like unto himself. Verse 7. And now, Yahweh, I take not this, my sister, for love, but uprightly. Therefore, mercifully ordain that we may become aids together. Verse 8. And she said with him, Hallelujah, what? Hallelujah, what? Okay, let me show, let me show you that we have been wasted. We're going to see if we tie that in. Master, that's, um, now remember he said, now David was talking, now, let's get down to verse number all right we're going back to the book of uh you said skip down to verse 20 the book of tobias before you read verse 20 come back and read a verse again come back and read this verse again to um verse six eight verse six okay we're going to the book of Psalm. I mean, I mean the book of Tobit, chapter eight, verse number six. Verse number six reads: You made Adam and gave him Eve for his wife, for in Hebron, in faith. Of them you have said, it is not good that man should be alone. Let us make unto him an aid like unto himself. Mm-hmm. Let's make him a age like unto himself. Now let's get down to verse uh, 20 and 21. Listen to it. All right. We're going to the book of Tobit, chapter 8, 
We're going to pick it up at verse 20 down to verse 21. The book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 20, and it reads, For before the days of the marriage were finished, Rugel had said to him by an oath that he should not depart till the 14th days of the marriage were expired. Verse 21. And then he should take the half of his goods and go in safety to his father and should have the rest when I and my wife be dead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you supposed to go to? What did Ruel say he's supposed to go? He said, you take half of my goods. And where do we supposed to go according to verse 21? The book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 21. And then he should take the half of his goods and go in safety to his uh-huh. So, uh, how we've been wasting as a people, we don't understand that the tie of uh, unity is mm-hmm. in the scriptures exactly mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. So mm-hmm. who had understood this day that he was supposed to, on her side, give his possession to him and want himself and his wife has passed, then, then what? Let's get down to verse number 10th chapter. And we're going we're gonna to see that some things that we need to know along the way. Matter of fact, let's look at verse 7. See, we got a lot of teaching to do. Verse 10, 7. Listen to what's going on in 10-7, and we'll read down and see exactly what what we get out of it. 10 verse 7. We're going to the book of Tobit, chapter 10. We're picking up at verse number 7 down to verse number 12. I mean, picking up at verse well, 7. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. In well, the 10th chapter, let's bypass that. We'll bypass it for time. So pick up at verse number, number 8. Right, verse number Pick it up at Book of Tobit, chapter 10, verse 8. Verse 8 reads. Yes, but his father-in-law said unto him, Carry with me, and I will send to your father, and they shall declare unto him how things go with you. Verse 9. But uh-huh. Tobias said, No, but let me go to my father. Verse 10. Yeah. Rigael arose. And gave him Sarah his wife, and half his yes. goods, service, yes. and cattle, and money. Uh-huh. Verse eleven. And he blessed them, and sent them away, saying, "The wise Yahweh of heaven give you a prosperous journey, my children." Verse twelve. Yes. And, and he said to his daughter, "Honor yes. your father and your mother-in-law, which are now." your parents, that I may hear good report of you. And he kissed her. Edna, also, Zilich Yahweh of heaven, restore you, my dear brother, and grant that I may see your children of my daughter Sarah 
before I die, that I may rejoice before the wise Jehovah. Behold, I commit my daughter unto you of special trust. Wherefore, do not entreat her evil. Uh, come on back to 8, verse 6 again. The book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse number 6, and it reads, You made Adam and gave him Eve, his wife, for a heifer in state. Of them came mankind. You had said that man should be alone. Let us make unto him an aid like unto himself. Mm-hmm. And how do the aid supposed to talk that is made that is that is made like unto yourself? How do the aid supposed to talk? We're going at after one sixteen and seventeen. Let's see how do a aid to you supposed to talk. Let's see how they supposed to talk. According to the Bible. Remember we read that in one thirty seven, verse three, we would be a wasted people. You know what we wasted at? Because we we don't we get in our feelings and we don't want to follow the law. And long as we don't follow the law, we are always gonna end up as a burden by not following the law. So we read about the law. Now, how do an aid to yourself hold the feet on decision-making? Let's see, 116 and 17. We're going to the book of Esther, chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. The book of Esther, chapter 1, verse 16, and it reads, And ma'am, you can, answered before the king and the princess, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, young man. You supposed to be in the book of Ruth. Now, you're Ruth. Ruth 116 and 17. Where you at? I'm in the book. I'm in Esther. The book of Ruth. To the book of Ruth. Chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. The book of Ruth. Chapter 1. Verse 16 and verse number 17. Verse 16 reads, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following after you. For rather you go, I will go. And where you loggest, I will log. Your people shall be my people. And your Yahweh, my Yahweh. Where you die, will I die. And there will I be buried. The Yahweh do so to me, and more also, if I, but death apart, but death part you and me. Mm-hmm. Read that again, that young man, because the point in here that we kind of bring out. Understand one thing: if we return back to the Bible, then you ain't got number smooth sailing, because Yahweh will intervene. We got to return back to this Bible. Look what the Bible say again. And one in the book of Ruth, chapter one, verse sixteen and seventeen. We're going to the book of Ruth, chapter one, verse sixteen, verse seventeen. Verse sixteen. 
And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following after you. For whether you goest, I will go. And where you lost, I will lost. Your people should be my people. And your wife, there is Yahweh, my Yahweh. Verse 17. Where you die, and there will I be buried. The Yahweh do so to me, and more also. If aught but death part you and me. Uh-huh. So, um, Toby trains his family to understand that this is how you get your blessing. So, Toby was trained by his father how you get your blessing. And, and her father trained her exactly how you're supposed to respond. Everybody, that's why I said we've been a wasted people because we try to come up another way. Now, come on back again and read 8 verse 6 again of Toby. I know you got your marker already in it. So 8 verse 6 is no problem. Read that again. The book of Toby, chapter 8, verse number 6. Verse 6 reads, You made Adam and gave him Eve, his wife, for an helper. In state, of them came mankind. You had said, it is not good that man should be alone. Let us make unto him an aid like unto himself. An aid like unto himself. Because once you hear the law, we're supposed to make adjustment according to the Bible. Now, let's go to 10th chapter again, and we're going to look at verse number 12. All right. We're going to the book of Tobit, chapter 10. What verse you say? Say that verse again. Verse 12. 10, 12. 10, 12. 10, 12. The book of Tobit, chapter 10, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, and he said to his daughter, Honor your father and your mother-in-law, which are now your parents, that I may hear good report of you. And he kissed her. Read that again. Read that again. You mean if I'm, if I'm, if my better half is 90 years old and I'm 90 plus, when I go back to my mother and father's residue, what law kick in according to verse 12? The book of Tobit, chapter 10, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, And he said to his daughter, Honor your father and your mother-in-law, which are now your parents. Go ahead. And what happened next? that I may hear good report of you. Go ahead. And he kissed her. Edna also said to Tobias, the wise W.H. Yahweh of heaven, restore you, my dear brother, and grant that I may see 
your children of my daughter, Sarah, before I die, that I may rejoice before the wise W.H. Yahweh. Behold, commit my daughter unto your unto you a special trust. Wherefore, do not entreat her evil. Uh-huh. Now, come back and read 8, verse 7. Let, let's see. What was, what was David's response in 8, verse 7? All right. We're going over to the book of Tobit, chapter 8, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, And now, O Yahweh, I take not this my sister for love, but uprightly. Therefore, mercifully ordained that we may become aged together. Verse 8. And she said with him, Hallelujah. So you see, we got a lot of teachers. See, we've been wasted because, um, let's run to Deuteronomy 28. Let me show you how we've been wasted. Again, we're going to, and all I want is half of the verse because time going to run out there, young man. Just give me, just give me what I need out of twenty-eight fifty-six. I do it around. All right, we're going to the book. Yeah, fifty-six. I need half of it. Sixty-six, right? Yes, the sir. book of Deuteronomy. 5, 6. Deuteronomy 28, verse 5, 6. Listen good. All right. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 56. 56 reads, The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eyes should be evil, the husband of her bosom. Read again. Come back again. Well, the book of Deuteronomy. No, see the Israelite women. Well, what kind? What kind of women was the Israelite woman according to the Bible? All, all I'm going to give they demeanor. All I want they demeanor. What kind of? What kind of woman was? Can we read in twenty eight? What kind of woman? Come on. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 56. The tender and delicate woman. Go ahead. Among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Tender. And what again? Give me, I think, three words. Give me three words. Tender, tender, delicate woman. Uh-huh. Tender and delicate woman. Yes. And, one more word. Tender. Uh, for delicate and tenderness. And what? For delicateness and tenderness. Yeah, I need three words. I need three words there, young man. Tender. Devil, uh, devil, uh, devil, 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 okay. And the third word is what? Uh, evil. That's, I mean. No, no, no. Three words. No, come on, 
I'm, I'm, I don't want to say it. I, I, I want you to say I want you to put out these three good words in there, young lion. Kendall, uh, the Israelite women of the Bible was Kendall. Right, the tender and delicate woman among you, which uh, among you, which which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for tenderness and I mean for delicateness and tenderness. Good, good. That's okay, Reverend Jeff. Right there. But these women was for what? What kind of man? See, um, see, the men knew their role. And that's how you treat your better half. Tender, delicately, and and you wouldn't put her in no position but to be in her strength with tender and delicate. But you gotta make sure you got you uh thirty seven verse twelve again. Sarah, come on, y'all line. The book of Sarah. Chapter thirty seven, verse number twelve. Verse number 12, and it reads, But be continually with the Yahweh man, whom you know to keep the commandments of Yahweh, whose mind is according to your mind, and will sorrow with you if you shall miscarry. And all you're going to say is, is Ruth 1, 16 and 17. What's that? Come on. And I'll close the statement. Catch your heart, 6 o'clock. Ruth, 1, 16 and 17. Come on, y'all line. The book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. Verse 16 reads, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following after you. For whether you go, I will go. And where you lost, I will lost. Your people shall be my people. And your Yahweh, my Yahweh. Verse 17. Where you die, will I die. And there will I be buried. The wise W.H. do so to me. And more also, if all but death, Part you and me. Hey, close seven young line. Catch you over on the broadcast tomorrow besides the international side. Ready to go at six o'clock. Check us home now, young line. Action on your part. That is why we've been wasted. We don't know the law. But Yahweh intervened. Come on. The book of thanking Yahweh for another blessed day to read His word. Thank you, Yahweh, for opportunity to see Thanking Yahweh for being able to teach the family the word of Yahweh. Thanking Yahweh also for the elders and the mothers, the brothers and the sisters, the teachers, and all the six anointed camps and bringing the 12 tribes of Israel all back together on the one accord on the YHWH, Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son, and under his laws. Uh, want to read the book of Genesis, chapter th- uh, chapter 2, picking up at verse number 18. Verse 18 reads, And the Yahweh, Yahweh said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help me. Verse 20. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found and help me for him. 21. And the Yahweh caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh and stayed thereof. 22. And a rib, which the wise Jewish Yahweh had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. Verse 23. And Adam said, 
This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Hallelujah. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.